Hello and welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas. I hope y'all had a good time with your family and friends. Let's not forget about those that have lost their loved ones and are grieving and just did not have a great Christmas today. There are some people out here that lost their loved ones a month ago, the beginning of the year, and just on throughout this year. And what really gets me is that sometimes families lose a loved one right here, right at Christmas. This is very hard to say when someone has lost a loved one and you don't know what to say to them right at this time you don't want to just go up and say merry christmas but you want to tell them you know you're sorry for their loss too at the same time and what are the words you say to someone at this time of the year that has just recently lost a loved one it's kind of easier to say Merry Christmas to somebody that has lost someone at the beginning or the mid part of the year. Or even a month ago, right around Thanksgiving. Because sometimes they, they have done went through that grieving process. But it's still hard to say because the person can still be down because this is their first Christmas without. But the point to the whole story of this one how do you approach someone that's lost their loved one on christmas eve or two days before christmas day or even a week before christmas i know from experience in my family we have suffered a loss of two people or three a week before Christmas and a couple of years ago we had suffered a loss right at Christmas and this was on like the I'm wanting to say the 23rd because the very next day was Christmas Eve or it was right on Christmas Eve when this happened and this was about two or three years ago and we lost a loved one in the family and a car accident that a drunk driver hit them head on her and her friends and two of her friends were killed automatically and you know it's a hard thing to say and it puts you on a spot you're trying to tell them you're sorry but yet, you're trying to not to say uh, Merry Christmas at the same time because they're not having a Merry Christmas. But when you do slip up and say it to them, you're meaning well. And But maybe some of you still say it because you're hoping you can put some cheer into them with their grieving process. But then after you say it, you realize what did I say that for why why 
Is it just a habit at this time of the year? That's that's a question that I do not know how to explain. It's bad enough to try to tell somebody you're sorry for their loss. And, you know, in reality, you are, and you hate to hear it, but at the same time, those are the only words you know what to say. And this is supposed to be the year we celebrate the birth of Jesus. This is the year we come together with love. And this is the time to put everything to the side of all the fussing and bickering to come together and celebrate the birth of Jesus. But most families cannot get along at all. And a lot of people has to stay separated from their family, even on Christmas Day. This puts a whole lot of people on a spot as well. Let's not put a cringe in people's lives where they cannot come around. But put aside all the things that you can. Some families have been destroyed by arguments. And when it comes to this time of the year, the parents are looking for their children or grandchildren to show up. But half of them only comes because of what happened during that year. And sometimes it can turn to be a loss in a family that causes situations like this. And we must learn to control what we're doing. But I have something I want to read. This is about the birth of Jesus here. And as we all know this story from years past and going through all the things we're doing over the years, the Christmas programs, the Christmas plays. So I'm going to try to cut this down to a short period here. But Christmas is about the birth of Jesus. And when Jesus was born, he was laid in a manger. And Mary gave him swaddling clothes. And then the three wise men came. But let's back it up before the three wise men came. As the birth of Jesus was here, that created a new beginning for the whole world. 
was at the birth of Jesus Christ, a brand new beginning. And can you imagine going to a motel somewhere, trying to get in somewhere to have a child, and they're telling you there is no room here. So you have to keep moving on somewhere else. Well, when you do, you've got to keep going. Well, as you keep going, then you've got to stop somewhere because the baby's coming. Whether you have the child in your car or depending on what time frame you lived in, could have been a horse and buggy. But can you imagine being told there's no room where you could be in a warm place and Mary and Joseph had to go and search and they ended up inside a barn? Can you imagine having your child born and laying him in a manger And, you know, the grief that we would go through over this, trying to get to a warm place so the baby didn't get cold upon birth and freeze to death. But it's no telling what went through Mary and Joseph's mind during this time, but they knew they had to do something and they had to do something quick. And before they could come to where this manger was, it's no telling how long they had to walk just to find this. How many other places could they have been turned away from? Why didn't people let them inside their homes during that time so this could happen? These are questions we should keep asking ourselves. But folks, I'm sorry, I've got to rush off here. I've got to charge my phone up. I'm at 8%. It just beeped at me. And I'm at 8% and I'm about to go. I will try to catch this up in part two. Give me a little bit. And thank you for listening to Abe's Front Porch Talk. Thank you.